Hello, and welcome to Right Now with Ralph Martin, a podcast where author, speaker, and worldwide renewal leader, Dr. Ralph Martin, shares what the Holy Spirit is stirring up in the church right now, words of encouragement from the Lord to strengthen you for such a time as this. We are glad you can be with us this week as we seek to encourage you for this moment in history. And now, your host, Ralph Martin. Hello, brothers and sisters. I want to say something today about why the resistance of the African bishops to the same-sex blessing issue is so important. It's really a model for us of how to understand priority, to understand pastoral prudence and sensitivity and truth. So, as you know, the CCAM, the Symposium of Episcopal Conferences of Africa and Madagascar, issued a joint united statement of all the African uh, dioceses and episcopates in response to the uh, fiducia supplicants uh, document on same-sex blessings. And the headline is, No Blessing for Homosexual Couples in the African Churches. And then the president of the Episcopal Conference, this is South Africa and Madagascar, the cardinal from the Congo, writes, within the church family of God in Africa, this declaration has caused a shockwave. It has sown misconceptions and unrest in the midst of many lay faithful, consecrated persons and even pastors, and has aroused strong reactions. What I find somewhat amusing about this is that so much effort has been meant by people talking about there's nothing wrong with the Declaration, there's no heresy being taught there, it's reaffirming traditional marriage. And like I said in my video on this Declaration on Same-Sex Marriage Blessings, Same-Sex Blessings, uh, it isn't just the text, it's the context it's the environment in the world and in the church in which this document is being published, which is widely being interpreted as another step forward in the church regularizing homosexual activity. I'll say more about that from an in-depth theological, spiritual uh, issue in, in, an, in another video on the underlying moral theology of Cardinal Fernandez and why, why it's so problematical. So I encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you don't already and click the notification little blue bell so that when we do these videos, you'll be notified of them and uh, be able to stay in touch with what we feel like is some insight the Lord's giving us about these matters that could be helpful to keeping our heads clear and our hearts at peace in a time of confusion. So anyway, this is pretty strong language. This declaration has caused a shockwave. It has sown misconceptions and unrest in the minds of many lay faithful, consecrated persons, and even pastors, and has aroused strong reactions. This is already a huge witness that something's really wrong with this document. 
And then he goes on to say, the synthesis of the responses of the African Episcopal Conferences highlights a common understanding and approach in their part. It encompasses their views on the unchanged doctrine of marriage within the church, the pastoral care extended to all members of the church, and their unified position on same-sex unions. The African Bishops' Conferences emphasize that people with a homosexual tendency must be treated with respect and dignity while reminding them that unions of persons of the same sex are contrary to the will of God and therefore cannot receive the blessing of the church. This is one of the huge things that's missing in so many of these ambiguous statements coming out of Rome. The uh, reaffirmation of the truth that this behavior is gravely wrong and there needs to be repentance and conversion. Yes, to, to affirm, to bless, to be ambiguous in any kind of way without saying that this stuff is wrong and you got to stop doing it in order to be in right relationship with the Lord and the church. The African bishops aren't afraid to say that. And then this is what I think is particularly uh, commendable. To support this position, a large majority of the interventions of the African bishops are based above all on the Word of God. You know, some people are making this out as, well, this is a cultural thing. You know, Africa's not ready for this. You know, things are changing. You know, eventually they'll get with the program. And unfortunately, there's immense pressure on Africa to get with the program of, quote, reproductive rights and abortion and LGBTQ affirmations in order to get financial aid. Right now, they're renegotiating a, a huge treaty between the European Union and the African and Caribbean countries, and they're insisting that people sign on to uh, reproductive freedoms and LGBTQ affirmation, uh, and there's 35 countries resisting that, including some European countries like Hungary and Poland. Thanks be to God. But a lot of the African countries are saying, no, we can't. We can't do this. We really need to be able to take loans out of, from this bank in order for our human development. But we, we can't sacrifice our soul. So this is called uh, cultural colonization. Pope Francis has spoken out against cult cultural colonization. This is something which the United States and Western Europe does big time trying to impose corrupt Western values, corrupt Western falsehoods, evil practices on developing countries. Unfortunately, it looks like that ideological colonialism, that cultural colonialism, was also something that was happening in this declaration on same-sex blessings. The Africans said, wait a second, why, why are you imposing your... Your, your weakness, why are you imposing your, your corruption on us? And they say, above all, this isn't just something against the culture of Africa, although it clearly is. It's against the natural law. But they say, above all, our resistance to this is based on the word of God. They cite passages which condemn homosexuality, notably Leviticus 18, verses 22 to 23, where homosexuality is explicitly prohibited and considered an abomination. Wow, where have we heard somebody with the courage to quote Leviticus 18? 
This legislative text testifies to these practices in the setting of Israel, as well as other practices that God prohibits, such as infanticide. One Episcopal conference added the scandal of the homosexuals of Sodom, Genesis 19, verses 4 to 11. In the narration of the text, homosexuality is so abominable that it will lead to the destruction of the city. Yes, there's various spurious interpretations of the destruction of Sodom, saying that the reason why fire and brimstone fell on Sodom is that they weren't hospitable. They weren't welcoming to the angels. Well, it wasn't just a lack of hospitality. They wanted to rape the angels. That's never been the traditional understanding of that text. Although people are trying to explain it away. People are trying to explain away all these texts on homosexuality. They're trying to undermine the authority of God's word. But thanks be to God, the African bishops are affirming the authority and clarity and unambiguity of God's word on all these important issues. In the narration of the text, homosexuality is so abominable that it will lead to the destruction of the city. In the New Testament, St. Paul in the letter to the Romans also condemns what he calls unnatural relationships or shameful morals. First Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 to 10, flee from sexual uncleanness, flee from things that include homosexual practice, explicitly pointed out in 1 Corinthians 6. And then it says there's a secondary reason, in addition to these biblical reasons, the cultural context in Africa, deeply rooted in the values of the natural law regarding marriage and family, further complicates the acceptance of unions of persons of the same sex as they are seen as contradictory to cultural norms and intrinsically corrupt. That's, of course, really what the Catholic Church believes in its official teaching. In summary, the Episcopal conferences across Africa, which have strongly reaffirmed their communion with Pope Francis, believe that the extra-liturgical blessings proposed in the Declaration of Fiducia Supplicans cannot be carried out in Africa without exposing themselves to scandals. The language of fiducia supplicants remains too subtle for simple people to understand. Furthermore, it remains very difficult to be convincing that people of the same sex who live in a stable union do not claim the legitimacy of their own status. We African bishops insist on the call for the conversion of all. Wow. This is, this is the voice of the apostles. This is the voice of Jesus that is coming from Africa, and it's properly resisting the sophisticated reasoning that are confusing to simple people. It reminds me of what Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be no, not a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Well, it's a little bit both sides and a little bit complicated and there's gray areas and nobody's really responsible. No. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Then it goes on to say, like Hosea, Jesus comes to bear witness to the tenderness of God. A, a wonderful, uh, you know, regular theme of Pope Francis. He did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Of this, there is no doubt. But Jesus also stretches out his hand to the sinner so that he may rise, so that he may convert. Mark chapter 1, verse 5. After showing such tenderness to the woman caught in adultery, he said to her, Go, and from now on, sin no more. As the salt of the earth and the light of the world, 
The merciful mission of the church is to go against the tide of the spirit of the world. Look at Romans chapter 12, verse 2, and to offer it the best, even if it is demanding. I conclude this message, thus calling on Christian communities not to allow themselves to be shaken. Wow. Let's join the resistance of the African bishops to deception, to confusion, and ambiguity, to the lack of straight talk, to the late of, to the lack of the logic of the gospel. It's one thing to have the smell of the sheep, but we've got to have the sweet aroma of Christ and his holy word. I've written a booklet called Join the Resistance, and it's about resisting the fog of falsehood, the, the lies of the evil one. It's about spiritual warfare. It's about keeping our head clear and our hearts at peace. So we'd like to offer it to you today as a special offering. All you have to do is go to our website, renewalministries.net, click on resources, and you'll find under booklets, uh, join the resistance. We'd like you to join the resistance. We'd like you to join us here at Renewal Ministries, if at all possible, and help us continue our work. There'll be also an opportunity on the website to make a donation if you'd like. God bless you. And hooray for the African bishops. This podcast is brought to you by Renewal Ministries, part of the Renewal Podcast Network. If you are enjoying this podcast, we invite you to help us spread the word by leaving us a rating or review, following or subscribing to this podcast, or sharing on social media. Until next time, this is Right Now with Ralph Martin. Ralph Martin.